Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, December 29th. This is Catalina Gaitan with the news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. Oregon State University will require COVID-19 vaccine boosters as classes resume. Students and staff at the Corvallis School will need to receive the vaccine booster when they become eligible in the upcoming term. OSU joins the University of Oregon in requiring another vaccination round in light of the highly contagious Omicron variant of COVID-19. Oregon State University Interim President Becky Johnson said the university has a 93% vaccination rate among students and employees and believes that, combined with a booster shot mandate and other precautions, will prevent a surge in cases. The university will also require students living in residence halls to be tested for COVID-19 upon the return to campus. All of Oregon's public universities have said they plan to hold in-person instruction as planned when classes resume in January. Colleges and universities elsewhere have said they will hold classes online during the first days of their winter term, including the University of Washington system. The Washington Department of Health reported a record 6,235 new cases of the coronavirus on Friday, according to the Seattle Times, more than 700 cases higher than its previous record. COVID-19-related hospitalizations also increased by 58% in the last week, the Seattle and King County Public Health Office said on Monday. This spike in cases mirrors those happening in cities across the country as the super-infectious Omicron variant becomes the dominant variant of the virus and pushes past the peaks of the Delta variant wave. Oregon boating deaths dropped in 2021, but still remained historically high. 2021 was a safer year for recreational boating than 2020, according to the Oregon State Marine Board, but the number of deaths still remained above historic levels. 19 people died this year, compared with 26 in 2020. Last year was an outlier, with the most deaths and boating accidents since 1985. Nationally, more people flocked outdoors as they practiced social distancing during the pandemic. With that came risks for those who weren't skilled boaters or didn't follow basic boating safety, according to Oregon State Marine Board Safety Program Manager Randy Henry. The state has averaged 16.7 boating deaths per year over the last decade. Two of the boating fatalities in Oregon this year were young children, including one who was in a small inflatable raft on the edge of a river and not wearing a life jacket. Henry said many boating deaths can be prevented by taking basic safety precautions, such as waiting until the outgoing tide cycle has finished, checking the weather, wearing a life jacket, and testing that inflatable life jacket before boating. Intel, Oregon's largest corporate employer, apologized last week for asking suppliers to avoid sourcing goods from Xinjiang. In a statement, Intel said their letter to suppliers caused, quote, concerns among our cherished Chinese partners, which we deeply regret. President Joe Biden signed a bill Thursday banning imports from Xinjiang, which activists say has been a hub of human rights abuses, including mass detentions, forced abortions, and forced labor. Activists have called for a boycott of February's Winter Olympics in Beijing. Intel, the world's biggest chipmaker, is one of the International Olympic Committee's top U.S.-based sponsors. Intel's processor chips are used in smartphones, computers, and other products. The Chinese government has rejected complaints of abuses happening in Xinjiang, but companies say they aren't able to carry out independent audits of factories and other workplaces there. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.